It's taking strength to endure these words. I'm almost afraid to see what Johnny has to say about this record. I bet Johnny does not like this record, is my prediction. He wrote zero tracks on this record. It's a good reason not to like a record. Pretty good songwriter. All right. So this is tied for worst, in Johnny's opinion. Mondo Bizarro gets a C. The songs are the weak spot on this album. Joey wrote a song about Tipper Gore, and then he goes and votes for Clinton. <laughs> that's the review? That's Johnny's take on Mondo Bizarro. Well, it came out on September 1st, 1992, which um, I'm starting my, not right now, but on September 1st, 92, <coughs> I was starting my senior year of high school. I am um, very much enmeshed in um, punk subculture. The, the um, track listing, we start with censor shit, The Job That Ate My Brain, Poison Heart, Anxiety, Strength to Endure, it's going to be all right. Take it as it comes. The doors cover. Main man. Tomorrow she goes away. I won't let it happen. Cabbies aren't crack. Heidi is a head case and touring. Um, it is interesting. This is a very Joey heavy record. It's a very Joey heavy record. And I do recall Joey being on 120 Minutes on MTV. And they're like, this is right before the election. And you're writing a, you know, you're releasing an anti-Tipper Gore song. Um, aren't you a hardcore Democrat? And Joey's like, yeah, I'm voting for Clinton, but, you know, I don't like the PMRC. But it's like, it was kind of weird timing, right? Because this was like a major shift in American politics at the time. We're getting past the Reagan-Bush era, people are excited about Clinton, who ended up being a god-awful president in his own right. But the um, fact that... Um, Joey Ramone was such a Clinton supporter releasing that song at that time. was odd. So Johnny's not wrong. He's wrong about politics, but he's not wrong about um, the bizarre behavior of right before an election, like two months before an election, if you're a hardcore Democrat, like starting Mondo your Bizarro album with behavior. Him. That is Mondo Bizarro behavior, quite. That's a bad song, too. It's not a good song. Censorship? Um, is that what we're talking about now? Yeah. I think it's an excellent song. I think it's one of the better ones of this era. I mean, it's dumb. It's it, it's not. It, I mean, that's that's part of his charm. <laughs> yeah. This song's called "Censor Shit." How awesome is that? Because you get it because it gets an A for the title. It's about censorship, but Joey thinks that it's kind of kind of shit. And that's that, wait. That's where I never put two and two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. There's no Wikipedia article for this song in particular, so you have to like do a lot of independent research oh, to figure okay, it out. I see. But um, if it's not on Wikipedia, then I don't. Yeah, we know that Wikipedia is all 100% accurate. It is. The um, it's a great song. You know, it was right around <laughs> this time. It's a song. It is that, a song. Like there were all these musicians under fire from the PMRC, and the Ramones were not one of them. I mean, um, you know they were targeting gangster rap, they were targeting metal, they were targeting some punk and hardcore. There's a great episode of Oprah with Jello Biafra and Ice-T versus Tipper Gore in, I think, 89 or 90. Total classic stuff. But it's not like, you know, the Ramones were under fire. But, yeah, a, um, a very important political statement right before the election. Censor shit. You really like the song. I like it a lot. 
I think it says a lot. We talked about this in the very beginning of the podcast about um, Joey Ramone's weird pronunciation of things. I mean, he really, he really does say steaker. He doesn't really say <laughs> teeper, he but he's steaking. like steaking. What's the, he does say kind of tipper. I thought it was more teeper, but then it's like, what's that steaker steaking? I'm like, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it's great. Oh boy. That has given years of of just chuckles. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Uh, between Pat and I, for sure. Um, I mean, is it the worst song they have? No, but I, um, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna agree with John that it's that it's great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I listen to it. It's great. <laughs> it's not one of the four terrible songs on the album. There's four terrible songs. Interesting. But I don't say that censor shit is terrible. It's just dumb. I think I agree with that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm thinking about what's to come on this record, and censorship's uh, not so bad. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good, very good. Great. <laughs> For instance, we have the job that ate my brain. Wait, can I just say one more thing about censorship? Please don't don't stop. <laughs> it's like when he when he talks about what like the real issues are of our time. Like first and foremost is the SNL deficit, and it's like, come on, man. All right, <laughs> it's like it's like the world's going to shit, and like Joey Ramone's really concerned about the economy in that way. It's like, are you kidding me, man? <laughs> SNL deficit, the homeless, the, the environment, environment. <laughs> and um. I mean, they didn't get any better at rhyming. It's like decades into the band now, and um, they're not any better at rhyming than they ever were. All right, censorship. <laughs> B, do you have anything to add to this? There's a cat taking the mic here. Yeah. Um, all right. What happens next here? We go on to... Um, the job well, should we, should we, like... Well, are we just going song by song, or are we going to... Talk about some other things first or later. Let's just go song by song. Yeah, we go song by song, and then, and then we, can we can talk about things the, in, in between. Yeah, I mean, it right, works for me. Yeah, we'll do that. So, uh, next track, the job that ate my brain. Uh, we get a Marky song, uh, written by him and uh, Skinny Bones. Who was he? Part of the Intruders? I saw Marky Ramone and the Intruders. Uh, no, I saw Marky Ramone's Blitzkrieg. Oh, I think I saw the Intruders also. I don't know. I saw Marky with the Misfits. Yeah. So, pretty cool. What a nightmare that must have been. Wait, I saw Michelle Graves was. Yes, he was part of the Intruders. Good for me. Um, I'm proud of you, man. Um, <laughs> what do we think of the job that ate my brain? It's okay, right? I it like is it. okay, actually. I I I used to just. I think I used to always just skip over this song just for the title alone. Just made me shy away from it. I mean, not that I never heard it before, but in listening to it this morning, uh, went, well, that chorus is kind of catchy. Not a huge fan of the verse itself, but but the chorus just kind of grabs you. It's 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 not one of the worst songs on the record. The title like harkens to like um, old like exploitation movie kind of like the job that ate my brain, sort of like the beast that wouldn't die or something. I like the Marky songs way more than the Richie songs of the previous albums. I feel this is a uh, for drummers that shouldn't be writing songs. I feel this is much, much, much better. 
I mean, Richie did write "Smash You," which kind of like "Smash You" is better than Trump's most of, of these songs. songs. I don't care for that. Wow, <laughs> you're just holding that against Richie. Yep. If "Smash You" was written by a different Ramon, well, it wasn't, and it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're back, <laughs> and we're back. Anything else about the job that ate my brain? I have nothing to say about this track. It's kind of it's weird, kind of weird placement in the album. It's sort of like I don't know. Censorship is like more melodic, and then the job that ate my brain is just sort of weird. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got nothing. Yeah. I'm gonna go on record and say that um, I really, really, really like this song, Anxiety. I don't know why. But I really like it. I think it's. But we're not uh, there yet. We're not there. No, oh, no, no, no. Oh, don't oh, forget this boy. one. Oh, two Marky songs in a row. That would be nuts, so. <laughs> That would be nuts, so. All right. Someone else go first here on Poison Heart. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it more than I think I should. Jody? Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate that song. That's about the best I'll give it. <laughs> so I have a very distinct memory of when I first heard the song. It was also not unlike Pet Cemetery. It was like they premiered a video on MTV before the album came out. And I was not into it. I also didn't really like the song when I would see the Ramones live in that time period. And now um, I really kind of changed my feelings about it. I really, really like it. I feel like... Um, I feel like they sort of nailed it as far as the like kind of um, whatever that sound of the 80s was that they were going for and um, failing with most of the time. I think they sort of hit the nail on the head with Poison Heart. I really like it. As far as that so style it, it, it of took battle, them until 92. Took them to until get 92 the 80s to right. get the 80s right. <laughs> but I mean, um, Daniel Ray and Dee Dee collaborated, and um, I really dig it. I think it's a. Um, I wish I liked it more when I used to go see them play, because um, they're all dead now. No, only two <laughs> of the Ramones I saw are dead, but anyway. Um, yeah, I love Poison Heart. I think it was, again, like kind of um, an odd choice for a single, but what do I know? I'm not an A&R guy. Yeah, I, I think in the... Uh I think if you're releasing a signal, uh, a signal, uh, a single just because it's the Ramones, you're probably going to shy away from a lot of the songs that would sound like the Ramones, and so that's probably why you get a song like Poison Heart as as the single because it's it's just doesn't sound like them, and that's what they think is going to sell. I I do still think his vocals are a little cartoonish in the song at times, um, you know. But it's it's a good song. That was not what I was expecting when you had everybody else go first. Yeah, no, I um I when we first started this podcast and I was thinking about Ramones material and songs I don't like, Poison Heart was up there. And then as I've been re-listening to the albums, it turns out I really like the song now. And one thing, a song that I really like is later in a song. There's that one line. I think it's when life really takes its toll, or what? What's the line? It, he phrases it very, very oddly. You know that life, really? Yeah. <laughs> and that's like I don't know. Tears apart. Yeah. I forget what the exact the, lyric, the lyric, but like that one part of the song, he the the rhythm of his voice is completely different than the rest, which I think it's an interesting stylistic move. 
which I'm, I'm thinking is just because they had that many words and they had to fill this much space. But yeah, um, I really like that part. Gives it some character. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a character filled song. <laughs> video. Yeah, that's one of the ones. There's three videos for this album. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about the videos. Kind of a lot, and that's one of them. Poison Heart, Strength to Endure, and Touring are the three. And um, I only I only really remember the touring video. The Poison Heart video actually got some a fair amount of play back. Um, I mean, I wasn't I don't know I wasn't really watching MTV. I was watching 120 minutes because they would occasionally have like a punk band on there. I wasn't really watching MTV by day, but. All this silence is giving me anxiety. It's a good segue. Uh, thank you. All right, you were so I really did. I really I did. I jumped the gun. No, I really like the song. I think it's um, it's a little out of form for them, um, and um, it's sort of more um, in the the hardcore style without being super fast, but it still has more of a hardcore influence. Then, like, um, a classic Ramones influence. Marky, um, that same songwriting team, wrote that song. I thought it was really good. Um, I always liked that song. And I have a short and probably not very interesting anxiety story from the um, 1990s. I was a um, college radio DJ, and um, it was always fun when we got requests and some, like, teenager called up and was like, can you play anxiety? And I played... The Bad Religion song Anxiety because that was the only like song title Anxiety that came to mind and they got really really upset and they called back and they were like that's that's not what I wanted to hear I wanted to hear the Ramones song Anxiety and um, me not having brushed up on Mondo Bizarro I couldn't remember it I was like there's a Ramones song called Anxiety I had to look it up and this was the song that they wanted to hear so badly on the radio <laughs> in the mid 90s so I think it if memory serves me correct, you were not a fan of Zero Zero UFO, and, and I think anxiety falls a lot into Zero Zero UFO. So it kind of surprises me that you're that heavy huh. into this song. Does. But uh, but I remember talking about. Um, but it doesn't uh, have a stupid um, like echo effect, like UFO <laughs> UFO UFO. It's recorded better too. This album's recorded better than Brain Drain, right? This is a good sounding record. Good yeah, sounding record. The production's like it doesn't have that eighties metal production to it. Yeah, it's definitely no animal boy. <laughs> what do you guys think of anxiety? This song is A N X I E T Y. I song do like always... songs with spelling. <laughs> yeah. Songs with spelling are good. And it harkens back to the D U M B everyone's accusing me. This one's always stuck with me for some reason. Like this was um Mono Bizarro was actually one of the first proper Ramones albums I heard like outside of uh, Mania and all the stuff from War and stuff like that and I did not listen to this record a lot and I went a really long time without listening to it but I always remembered this song for some reason so I mean in the context of it being written by the worst Ramon it's, it's a good song it's like a really good song but you know in the context of a Ramon song it's, it's okay it's catchy Oh, the worst Ramon. You guys are so mean. <laughs> I bought a picture of uh, Marky Ramon at a half-price bookstore once. It was um, it was in a bin of matted pictures, just glossy 8x10s with a cardboard mat. And there were all these popular athletes and 
other pop culture figures, and inside of that, there was just one of Marky Ramone. From no other Ramones. Um, uh, uh, like, when was the picture? I mean, I feel it might you have can kind of tell by his wigs as the uh, as the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. which which era it was from. So I feel it's definitely mid nineties. Okay, so it may be pretty close to this era. So uh, we had the tall wear. wig at the time. Yeah. Uh, was he wearing the sunglasses? He did not have any sunglasses on there, oh, but. You could see a blister on his hand. I think he was waving, and he had a blister from from his drumstick. Um, do you know it was from his drumstick? I yeah, I do not know. Um, okay. That's what I I have I have assumed for these okay. years. But um, there's not a lot of story to this. Just that for some reason there was a half price book that had a picture of Marky Ramone, and it was reasonably priced, so I purchased it. I would have done the same. Uh, just you know, when you come across something like that, you, you just kind of buy it. Were you more or less excited by the Marky Ramone pick at Half Price Books than by the dinosaur T-shirts on sale at the C.J. Ramone show? I was definitely more excited about the the Audios Amigos um, shirt that I purchased at C.J. Ramone show. In yeah, I would be too. Two thousand nine ish, two thousand ten. I like that you still won't say Audios Amigos. One <laughs> with the dinosaurs yeah. on it. I don't know the name. <laughs> we'll get there. But that is my story about a. Uh, a Marky it's a, it's Ramone a picture. Um, we'll see if I can find that picture again. Maybe I'll frame it. Cause I have I feel... a picture with Marky Ramone and myself, and it's um, very silly. I look funny, and he looks funny, and everybody's funny in it. Well, you mentioned CJ, and I, I believe this is our first uh, our first introduction uh, to the man on record um, with uh, Strength to Endure, a song written by Dee Dee and Daniel Ray. And probably one of my favorite Ramon songs. Wow, it's a very good song. I uh, wow. I, I, I've always I love the vocal on this. It, I'm I, I'm really big into CJ's. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I wish playing. this was a video podcast. <laughs> There's a video camera right over there. There's a video camera. Yeah, but he's. I just don't like. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I hate. I don't care. But I love strength to endure. <laughs> That's why we're doing this. Right. That's why the, we had to finish this. I don't this. mind the song. Right. This isn't a bad song. But like, oh, it's one of my favorite Ramon songs. Like, are you fucking nuts? No, but much like Pat, this was one of the record. You know, this okay. record came out in the in the you know in the early '90s, and that's as I was starting to really get into the uh, you know get into the punk music as well. So, I purchased this record probably. I, I don't know in what order, but. It was probably one of the earlier records that I bought as well. And and uh, did you, you get know, this on cassette at Farmore? No, I did not get it on cassette. I don't think. No, no, I had it on CD. They sold music at Farmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. music video right here. Wow, I think it was a big video rental place too. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, but just uh, for the record, this is probably my favorite song on the record, and uh, definitely one of my favorite songs that's not on the the first three records. So this is um, this is a crazier statement than me saying "Road to Ruin" is my favorite record, right? Um, that's a pretty crazy statement, actually. I think what makes it crazy <laughs> here's the crazy, what makes it crazy is I'll, I'll come to that later. is him not being a big fan of Pinhead, him um, like just like <laughs> slagging some of the like greatest songs, and then he's like, "My favorite is Strength to Endure." I didn't say it's my favorite. I, it's I said it's definitely one. <laughs> it's my favorite Ramon song. I mean, Road to Ruin, though, I've been listening to the reissue that just came out, which is one of the better reissues, plus those recently found um, 16 millimeter videos of the remotes 
two of them. They're just it's an awesome it's an awesome little Ramones Rebirth time right now. Those are I might actually buy so that reissue. Cool. I haven't bought any of the other ones, but I, that one looks really cool. Why did the it's second pretty, song have to be "I'm Against It"? I think is the I'm against thing you. Just, so I I like strength to endure uh, better than I'm against it. Oh, you're an idiot. I it's taking strength to endure these words. I used to feel similarly to to Jody on this song. I thought I loved this song, and then I listened to this record again. And it's still it's a good song. It's a good song, but it's not it's not as great as I remember it being. The video is cool because you get to see how ridiculous people looked at shows back then, and I was one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I do love CJ's vocals on this, though. I yeah. think he just like that is. Just completely nails it. That's CJ at his best. Well, can we talk about CJ for a little bit here? It's now an okay time. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like CJ is our Ramon. I mean, CJ, um, he played his first show with the Ramones um, September 30th, 1989. He was 24 years old. I was 14 at that time. Uh, I saw the Ramones shortly after that in the summer of 1990. And when you think about it, a 24-year-old jumping into that band at that time pretty crazy and the idea was he was going to bring youthful energy to the band and i think to an extent he did um his vocals not just when he would sing the old dd tracks but on these last three albums that he actually recorded vocals on are all really cool and he's just i feel like he's our ramon i mean no one no one my age or younger who has saw the ramones saw anyone else um saw they didn't see dd they didn't see richie or um you know they saw or tommy they saw marky and they saw cj that's who we saw play with the ramones so but cj's our ramon he came in when we were already listening to the band so i consider him my own think that's that's a fair assessment he's my ramon <laughs> cj's my ramon did you get a chance to talk to him this past weekend i did not talk to cj ramon this past weekend which i regret and i did um i did briefly talk to richie when he came i was sitting with the italian horror icon Ruggiero deodato and um richie came in with bobby Steele, and i talked to him oh god bobby Steele exists he does <laughs> he does but then you met PJ Souls, and then, again you saw PJ saw Souls. PJ Souls again. And she, yeah, we know she knows me by name, and it's it's a beautiful thing. All right, uh, next up, a, a, a very touching song. It's gonna be all right. Yeah. Uh, As we previously discussed, all is very well. CJ is here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get another Andy Chernoff collaboration. Right. I mean, I like songs that the Ramones mention the Ramones or talk about the Ramones. Yeah, and you've brought that up in the yeah. past, too. And this is another uh, one. This is, I mean, this is all about all about the Ramones. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's one of the good songs on the album. I saw six good songs so far on the album. <laughs> I mean, I only have four of them being bad on the album. But I have, like, some, you know. Yeah, but then that leaves... Read to be okay, and the rest is good. Right. I, that yeah. seems that's aggressive, John. I like everything that is aggressive. <laughs> John likes everything. Well, because Richie's not on this record, so John's. It was it was a good improvement. Um, it's kind of sad missing Dee Dee, but um, but you're not sad about missing Richie. No, no, no. This is a good album. Yeah, and the lyrics on this track are fun. It's uh, it's got a, a catchy chorus to it. It's it's uh, it's definitely one of the better tracks on the record. I'll, I'll agree with that. I like the song. I just don't really have much to say about it. Yeah, 
did anybody think it wasn't going to be all right? I mean, what, I, somebody must. Have. I guess. Yeah, I guess. What was it written for? I mean, it's, like, uh, it's like, probably was it just pretty scary not Dee, having yeah. a Dee Ramone in your band. Well, I mean, it's a, it, 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 the last album. I'm stuttering like a. The last. I'm so excited. The last <laughs> album was the last one on Sire. Um, is that right? That's right. I think. And then um, you're losing Dee Dee. Music is in a state of flux. I don't count mo- a lot of like mainstream pundits count like Nirvana breaking as like when punk so-called broke. I don't agree. I, not this kind. That would be when Green Day broke, and so that's much later on, um, or a couple years later on. But it's just you know like I had the VHS tape the year punk broke, and nineteen ninety one the year punk broke. The Ramones were on it. We're in an impasse here. It just was like a weird time in music. Like it was a weird time to be into underground music because <clears throat> we were sort of moving out of the dark years of punk and hardcore. There was a lot of um, stuff happening. There were a lot of um, new styles, new bands emerging, and it was you know you could tell that something was about to happen, and it did. So it's going to be all right. I I don't really remember Nirvana being credited with punk breaking. I, uh, that. And this is just, you know, like, yeah. me thinking back, like, I always, like, the big thing was, like, oh, they killed hair metal, which that, well, you know. Like, that documentary finally. is called 1991, The Year Punk Broke, and that's what it's referring to. Um, I haven't seen it, but maybe that's why I remember more of the press being, you well, know. And they didn't call any of that punk, you know, they had new terms for it. It all came out of, I mean, those bands all got big through MRR ads like everyone else. Um but yeah, no, they were viewing it as something separate, um, which maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. It's its roots were the same. Its underground scene roots were the same. But I didn't like Bleach when my friend brought it into class in the 10th grade. I was like, nope, I don't like it. But I was a big Green Day fan. I enjoy both Nirvana and Green Day. I as well. I'm fine with them both. Yeah, well, you guys all suck. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the shitty Doors cover. Oh, God. Uh, this is bad, right? This yeah. is one of the worst Ramones covers. Um, I didn't remember there being... An, I mean, of course, it's a Doors cover, so they'll they'll slap an organ in there. <laughs> well, the guy from the Doors played on this this record. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's even worse. Uh, <laughs> I, I, the, the Doors are, like, absolutely one of the bands that I hate the most. Oh, right. Like, yeah. I hate the Doors. The I, doors hate, I hate the yes. sound. I hate... Yeah, you know, it, they they are one hundred percent what was wrong with the '60s, and I'm glad Jim Morrison died. <laughs> so and, uh, I've come along to like this song. Uh, I don't like the Doors at all, and I hated this song for the longest time. But then I was just like, "Why not? Let's just give in. It's good." I'm not going to do that. No, it's wow. it's bad. It's it's one of the worst covers they've done um, up to this point. But uh, I, I'm fine with it. Up up until they decided to do a whole album of bad covers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we, I can't wait for that next uh, <laughs> for that next podcast. I'm gonna be pretty quiet during it. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, I don't okay. have like a lot of individualized things to say, but eh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah. Interesting thing about the Doors is I was watching one of Johnny Ramone's last interviews, and in that interview, he describes the Doors as the greatest American rock and roll band ever, and then two seconds later, he. He remembers and corrects himself to let everyone know that the Ramones were the greatest American rock and roll band ever, <laughs> which I think is is probably the most appropriate thing for Johnny Ramone ever yeah, that, to say. That makes sense. I just don't I, like. 
I don't dislike any kinds of music except for certain types of rock music, which is ironic because that's the kind of music I like. But certain kinds of classic rock just suck, and the doors suck, and like there's going to be people listening to this who think that you know I have no sense of history or whatever, but they do suck. I, I can listen to this song now and enjoy it, but um, I would definitely say it's the worst song on the album. I mean, that's a ridiculous thing to say. There's um, a couple of real bad songs coming up. Well, it's bad. I don't yeah, know. It is that, bad. That's the. I mean, it is it, bad. We, we might think some of the other songs are bad, but I don't. This is a contender. It's a con- it's a contender. I take you, it. There's, yeah, there's definitely an argument for that. I don't know if I agree, but I I would not fight that. No, it's in running for the worst Ramon song, actually, probably. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's their worst cover to date. It's their worst with, cover to date. Without question. But is it the, but is Mondo Bizarro's album cover the worst album cover to date? No. No. How was that for a segue? But why are we talking about the album oh, cover? Are we going to go to the album well, cover and thought, then just, just leave we uh, 8 through 13? No, we'll go back to the damn oh, okay. songs. But oh. let's talk about the cover for a second. All right. Why not? What Do we, do we, do we like it? I wouldn't go that far, but... Yeah, it's it's fine. They were like, we'll put a picture of the band back on the cover, but we'll like distort it and make it look silly. It's a lot more psychedelic looking than the album sounds. <laughs> it's not a very representative cover, right? No, and if I remember correctly, the the back of the record is is just uh, like a like a it was like a teal blue with like purple. I'm sure the, the two people that are listening to this will. Correct me, but it, oh, our numbers are I, up. I just checked. Awesome. I know yeah, it's, weird. it's really we weird. Haven't we haven't posted anything, we haven't posted in six anything months, and like suddenly we're like, yeah, no, our numbers are fine. But <laughs> <laughs> why bother recording new episodes? <laughs> but I re- I remember just uh, I I remember the inside of the record just having like a bright yellow with like some 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 uh, some splattering of uh, of like a maroon color on it and I think the back had like a or uh, or maybe that was part of the inside as well um yeah that might have been the case but um and then I believe there were additional pictures of the band inside their uh, almost kaleidoscopish if I'm not mistaken um but I I don't I don't hate the I don't mind the picture of them I'm not a big fan of the font that they used I guess it, it's kind of I don't know. It's it's kind of trippy and very. I'd uh, call it dated, but it looked ridiculous looking. then. Yeah. Like that's the thing is sometimes <laughs> when you look at stuff from the eighties and nineties and you're like, oh, it's so dated, and then you remember like stuff looked weird then. All right, that's the album cover. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Main man. Uh, some of the more ridiculous lyrics. So uh, very very silly song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, uh, as once again, I, I was listening to this record this morning, uh, walking the aisles of my of my grocery store, and uh, the line "Screw your little girlfriend" came up, and I just went and I cr- I, I visibly cringed, <laughs> like like wow, that's a that's just a dumb line, um, you know. And, and, I mean, the rest of the song isn't much better, but uh, but just that particular line, uh, just. It, yeah, no, that that hit the ear wrong. For that me. was gross. <laughs> it's, it struggled lyrically. I think the song, not, not a bad song, but uh, lyrically, um, I'll agree. It, it's uh, it's not a terrible song. It's just it's so uh, lame. The, it's like a yeah. lame, lame song. It's one of the bad songs on the album in my estimation. I'm not a main man. 
main man fan. The lyrics really bring yeah. down that song. Yeah, if it had different lyrics, I, I I think that song might be considered one of your okay songs. Uh, I it's, feel a like, uh, it's a plotter. It's a plotter. I wasn't gonna use that word again, but I mean, at three and a half minutes long, yeah, that's it. Plots. Is it the longest song though? Yeah, close. Yeah, the Doors cover is only two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it feels like 12. Ooh, Poison Heart was four minutes. Yeah, it's too long, but I like it. It is good. Better use of time. So I think we're pretty much all in agreement. Main Man, um, not one of their finer moments. No, um, it's not. Kind of a wasted uh, CJ track, too. Just, just once again, vocal, yeah. you know, the singing... It's an just ugly fine. song. It's like just, just not, not good. Yeah, no good. What about Tomorrow If She Goes Away? That is a good song. Very good song. It's one of my favorite Ramon songs, period. Not just from the 90s. That's, see, that's weird. That's weird. It's a good song, but that's weird. Wait, Tomorrow If She Goes Away is one of your favorite Ramon songs of all time? I think it's one of the best ones they, they wrote. I, I listened to it this morning and I can't remember <laughs> it. Like, really? I, I can't, uh, yeah, I can't place it. Uh... I think it's an absolute classic. These are the weirdest fucking people I've ever heard. Yeah, like, there are a lot of songs on this record where it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense that you already forgot about that two hours later, but that... Yeah, Tomorrow She Goes Away is catchy. That's the one song on this record, and I'm like, how do you... See, the next track is the one that I feel is, like, one of the best tracks on the record. This one, this one, I... Maybe I like it. I'll be honest, as I'm sitting here right now, I don't remember it at all. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know... Well, Although I'm getting up there in years, I feel like I should still remember that if I liked it at all. That's weird. I'm sorry. I, uh, anybody else want to chime in? I think B does. I mean, I like the song, man. It's a good one. I think Tomorrow She Goes Away is one of the catchier, more Ramonesy songs we have here. I think it's the best song on the record. Yes, I agree. I'm not sure what I think the best song on the record is, but it's not that. It's probably I Won't Let It Happen or... Poison Heart. Probably Poison Heart. Might What's be uh, Cabbies on Crack for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I said nobody ever. But I won't let it happen. Now, I think this is just a, a standout track, one of the best. Uh, great pop-type song. Uh, we get Joey and Andy going at it again. I really like this track. Yeah. I, I, I like it, but I don't have any overwhelming praise for it it's it's good that's how i feel about it oh wait, wait are we talking about i won't let it happen now yeah yeah oh no i think it's like i think it's great i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> what just happened i just got tired when I started, <laughs> my mind started drifting i'm sorry i'm back i'm back guys i will let it happen i will let it happen no it's a great song it's one of the best on the album it very Ramonesy. It's sort of like this album's "I Want to Be Your Boyfriend." If we're still having "I Want to Be Your Boyfriend"s on Ramones records, yeah, it's it's a good song. It's, it's not tomorrow she goes away, but yeah, those are both good. I want to let it happen. It's better though. Thank you, Art. I agree. Cabby's on Creek. Oh God damn. Well, I'll start off by saying I think it's fine. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Art and I were discussing Cabbies on Crack the other day, and uh, I had kind of um, I had kind of a somebody put something in my drink moment about this, where I remember the song being bad, but I don't remember it being 
as terrible as everybody else thought it was. And then I listened to it again, and I, again, I, I don't know why I doubted art, because this is a terrible song. This is why we shouldn't doubt art. This is a contender <laughs> for one of the worst Ramones songs. The only reason it's not worse than Punishment Fits the Crime is this is not recorded as badly as Punishment Fits the Crime. I thought that song really, was okay, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and again, I almost feel like I almost feel bad about my two least favorite Ramon songs both having really terrible lyrics because I don't want anyone to think that I care that much about that because, <laughs> I mean, I obviously listen to some really stupid music and, um, you know, I'm wearing a, a dwarf shirt right now. Like, obviously, I don't really care about lyrical content to the degree that some of my PC brothers and sisters may, but um, Cappy's on Crack is just a stupid song lyrically, but musically, it's just dreadful. It's just like, <laughs> and, um, and it's written by Joey, which is weird. Like, I just don't understand. And um, and the whole, like, get me out of this yellow jail part, it's just like, oh, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, we're, we're really, like, we're really stretching when we're, yeah. Cabby's on crack. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool. My favorite part of this is is Art cool. is holding his face <laughs> like he does when I say something I know, uh, so that he doesn't bad. agree with. But, so it's so bad that he's considering it as bad as me not liking Pinhead all that much, <laughs> which is uh, which is bad. Well, imagine if you never heard the Ramones. Of course, we can't live in that space. But imagine if like this is what you heard. Like you'd be like, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was uh, when I when I was listening to it again, I I, I was taken by the 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 guitar riff right up front, and I was like, oh, you know what? I forgot this has a this has a really like kind of you know I, kind of okay guitar riff, and then then it really got into the meat of the song, and then yeah uh, yeah. yeah so it, so it almost suckered me for a few seconds, and then I then I remembered. I came back. <laughs> John? I mean, I like it. Okay. It's not the it's it's one of the worst on the album, but uh, I mean, after reviewing Animal Boy and Halfway to Sanity, it's pretty darn good. <laughs> <laughs> is this not one of the worst? This is one of the worst Ramon songs, right? Cabby's on crack. Yes, no. It's it's in like the bottom twenty five percent. I I would I say it's in like in the bottom two or three. It's I would like say this and, and actually the the next one. Uh, uh, <laughs> Product. Terrible song. Yeah, I mean, we're, so you know, just a real shit block of music here. Um, you know, uh, it's a shit block. <laughs> just <laughs> six minutes of suck. Well, and the song uh, title, Heidi is a Headcase. You get excited because that's very retro Ramones. Yeah. You're like, oh, we're gonna have this cool character Heidi, and what's she gonna get up to? You know, what are we gonna learn about Heidi? And then it's this terrible plotter. <laughs> I hate this song. Oh god. Heidi is a head case is on the list, the short list of like abysmal, terrible, rotten Ramon songs. I like this song too. <laughs> well, you said early on you were gonna look for the positive in everything. I mean the positive is Mondo Bizarro, it's a great record. <laughs> yeah, it's so just, much except better for the than fact Animal that it Boy. Isn't. No. <laughs> no. Like Animal Boy had some hits, but like Goodness gracious, look at this thing. Hits, hits, hits. Overall, yeah, I, this is a better record than Animal Boy. Oh, my God. Animal Boy has some of the best Ramon songs on it. This does not. This has Jody's favorite Ramon song on it. Touring. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lie. And it's not my favorite. 
Also, you hate touring. I, I do hate touring. Like, no album with Bonzo Goes to Bitburg on it can be worse than Mondo Bizarro. That's just stupid, guys. Love Kills. <laughs> okay, she Belongs to Me. Let's not forget Crummy this last stuff. track. Bonzo Goes to Bitburg. Eat That Rat. That something to believe in. You're not doing any favors yeah. for yourself. You fell that's off a, a little good, bit there. Yeah, well, that's a good <laughs> that's a good album. And then here we are with um, Censor Shit, Cabbie's on Crack, and Heidi is a head case. I'm All of the songs are I will listen not to, uh, worse than Eat That Rat. I will listen to Animal Boy before I will listen to Mondo Bizarro. Yeah, of course you will, because you're a sane person. And I will listen to both of those records before I listen to Road to Ruin. Oh, fuck off. Oh, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Road to Ruin's great. I like Road to Ruin and Mondo Bizarro. (laughs) Yeah, but you like everything. I've been listening to Road to Ruin a lot now because of this new reissue that I got suckered into buying because I'm a sucker. These albums are sad. So, like, like, I I was like... When we started doing this podcast, I said I wasn't very familiar with the last few albums, and I was kind of looking forward to um, checking them out in more detail than I had since, you know, I was too punk at the time to get too into them, and um, they suck. These albums suck. <laughs> That's good. These albums are fucking terrible. We haven't even talked about touring. Terrible. Yeah, yeah touring. Uh, I like touring. It's not, like, I'm not to um, steal a thunder, but the other night at the Dead Bar show on Halloween, Pat said that... Um, he wishes he liked touring more than he does, and I sort of feel that way too. Like I like the song, but it should be like an amazing song, and it's just a it good is an song. amazing song. It's a good song. It's really weird that they brought it back at this time because this is a song yeah, that when they ex- all dedicated each other. But it, like this song existed for like a decade at this point. I yeah. believe it was um, originally done for uh, what pleasant pleasant dreams, and they didn't record it because it sounded way too similar to uh, rock and roll high school. And it does have that like yeah. But it's a great song. I mean, and they did do a video for it. That was the third video. That's for claymation, them. right? Was that, that with clay figures? Yes, it was. It okay. I don't yeah. recall the video. Claymation. But that was a. It's a great song. One of the all-time, all-time greats. That's no. One of the Come all-time. On. You have too many all-time greats. They I, can't a, all be all-time greats. It's a great band. It is a great <laughs> band. We like the Ramones. Wow, look at this album starting off with censorship, ending with touring. Oh, man, and then you just have a, <laughs> yeah, a and with Take It As It Comes, Main Man, Cabbie's Not Correct, and Heidi is a Headcase on the same album. And you guys want to say that it's better than Animal Boy? Wrong, wrong, and wrong. <laughs> Definitively is wrong. No, <laughs> this is a great album. You are wrong. I'm standing by it. Mondo, 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 Mondo Bizarro is a great album. It, I, I won't okay, say it's now, better than. Now you're wrong. I won't say it's better than Road to Ruin, but um, no, because no one's ever said that except for Jody <laughs> in the whole world. Road to Ruin's pretty good. I'm allowed to have my opinions. Yeah, yeah you're allowed to have your wrong opinions. They're bad, but they're yours. Sometimes your opinions aren't wrong. Just Thanks. this time. <laughs> what else do we have? Are we done with this? Uh, all right, are we done with this record? I'm done. I'm done with this record permanently. Did we talk about everything we need to talk about? With Does this anyone record? feel like we so, missed anything? I'm going to listen to it again. Um, I still enjoy it. Thank you for listening to the Halfway to Sanity podcast. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends there's even more fun to be had on our Facebook page at Halfway to Sanity Podcast.